Welcome to Stockholm Community Church. We are so glad that you are part of our online service on this very, very special Mother's Day. And as you can see, that looks a little different this morning. I have some friends who are here with me and they're gonna be sharing their hearts of being mothers. My name is Carolyn Dunn and I have the privilege of serving as the lead pastor of this amazing international church right here in Stockholm. Who are you? I'm Christiana Derek, and I have the privilege of serving as the Stockholm Community Kids Director. And she's awesome. We yes. love her as our yes. kids director. Thank you. And the kids do too. Yes, they do. And I'm Ida Johansson, working with the community groups. You should join one. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a great plug. I like yes. that. Yeah. And I'm Angela Konis, and I do a little bit of everything. I sit on the board, and I am married to the Family Life Pastor. An awesome lady. Yep. Yes. We got sure. an amazing group of women here this morning. And uh, this is a message. Yes, it's Mother's Day, and we're going to talk about motherhood. But even if you're not a mom or if you're a man, there's going to be so many great takeaways from for you this morning. Yeah. Mm, and uh, to show us that you're actually here and listening, why don't you send an emoji in the chat or write your name or wave so yes. we know that you're here. Yes. We love knowing that people are here. It is so good. And one of the great things that we do at Stockholm Community Church is that we pray. We have a team that prays and we pray as individuals, but we want to pray with you. Yes. You must have something that is in your heart or something that you want God to do for you. So mm. why not click on Absolutely. the link below and let us know where your prayer points are so we can join you to pray for your needs. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's so good. Yeah. And in terms of announcements, we have one event coming up and we are doing a picnic in Rolandshovsparken. It will be on June 6th on National Day. So wear something yellow and blue or your Stockholm Community t-shirt. Bring a picnic. We'll try to spread out as much as we possibly can to stay a little Corona safe. Uh, but yeah, come out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. yes. And there's no church service that Sunday. Right. You know, so uh, there won't be an online service. We're going to meet there. So it's us getting together, hanging out. And I think we've all missed it, you yeah. know? So we'll bring some games for the kids. Yep. So bring the kids. And we're working on someone making a delicious baked good for that morning as well. Who so, might that be? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Who might that be? Not me. <laughs> Not, Not me either. I'm bringing the coffee. I don't know if that's a good idea. But I'm bringing the coffee. And the reason I say it's not a good idea is because I don't drink coffee. So it's sometimes too strong. Maybe sometimes I should drink it. Maybe you should, I bring. should bring coffee. I'll bring the coffee for okay. you coffee drinkers because I love coffee. Yes. So you want to be there. So. so Mother's Day. We are all mothers. Yes. Uh, why don't we just real quick, how many kids do you have? How old are they? Uh, maybe even how long did you wait until you had kids? Why don't we start with you, Christiana? I have five kids, five beautiful kids. Um, ten, nine, eight, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. Wow. 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 Do you have your hands full? I do have my hands full. Yeah. You have like your own soccer team. Almost. 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 <gasps> that could happen. They're super athletic. No, no, no. No, no. 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 So how old were you when you became a mom? I was 23 years old. You were 23 years old? Yes. Okay. And did you think you knew everything about motherhood at that point? 
I thought I did. Thought you <laughs> did. I think we all did at some point, yes. Ida, tell us about your family. Yeah, I have got two kids. One girl who is turning four in a month and a boy who is one and a half. You're so cute. And how old were you when you had Esther? Oh, it's so long time ago, I don't even remember age. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See what she did there? That was good. That was really, she avoided my question. Hmm, what other questions is she gonna avoid? No, we'll see. We'll see. Angela, how about you? I have two kids also. Uh, Amelia, she is 11, almost 12. And I have a little boy named Elijah and he is almost two. So 10 years age difference. Okay, well. And I was mm, 29 and 11 months. I want to say that I was 29. <laughs> but, yes, and then I was 39 and 11 months when I have Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you, did your you had a child in your 20s and you had a there child you in your 30s. Mm -hmm. That's how you say. And now say, have, have another child in your 40s. 40s. Oh, Are you going to have another one in your 40s? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I have three children. Uh, I have one who actually today is turning 18. Woo! I know. That's amazing. So it actually makes today a little bit special because wow. it's Mother's Day and it's actually the day that my daughter was born 18 years ago. And I definitely do not look old enough to have an 18-year-old, right? Of course <laughs> not. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> ignore these uh, crinkles is what we call them. We don't call them wrinkles. We call them crinkles. I like that. Uh, and then I have a 16-year-old and I have a 13-year-old. Wow. So I am definitely in the teenage stage yeah. of, of life. I am no more diapers in my life, you know, no more diaper bag. Now it's more, um, I'm begging them to hang out with me yeah. <laughs> versus, you know, I think when they were younger, there were times I'm like, leave me alone. You know, now I'm like, no, don't leave me alone. Yeah, I want to spend time with me, you know, so. Well, hey, we're going to just have a fun conversation here this morning, sharing from your different perspectives. And, and even, you know, we started parenting at different ages. Oh, I don't think I shared how old I was. I was 27 when I had um, my daughter. So, um, you know, we, we became moms at different ages, even different countries. Mm -hmm. And we come from different backgrounds, different experiences, but all of that has shaped us to be the moms that we are today. Yeah. And uh, so one of the things I wanna ask and just start out with is being a role model and teaching your children how to follow Jesus. I mean, I think that's something as followers of Jesus, that's something we want to do, right? We want to be a role model and we want to teach our children to follow Jesus. And so what have you guys done to, to model being a role model to your, your children and taught them how to follow Jesus? Well, I can start. Okay. Um, I usually try to lead by example. So in the morning when I wake up, the kids usually wake me up. So that means I don't have my own time in the morning. But okay, what time is that usually? So we, we can um, all feel the... 5.30. 5.30? Around 5.30. Okay, yeah. Uh, then Theo is calling me, Mama! Yeah. And I have to go up. So when they are eating breakfast, I take my time with the, the Bible and uh, reading every morning. That's awesome. And uh, Esther has seen that since she was newborn. Yeah. So when she was younger, she took out a book, any book, yeah. in her bookcase, 
And she said, this is my Bible. Now oh, I'm so going sweet. to read about Jesus. Wow, that's amazing. So I'm trying to show them my life yep. with Jesus mm -hmm. so that they know how to do it. That's great. What, what a beautiful that she just picked any book in the bookshelf and just said, yeah. I'm reading my Bible. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Ancha, how about you? Well, for me, it's all about authenticity, uh, to be real, to really have that living faith with Christ and uh, invite your children into that journey that you have with Jesus. Sometimes I think when we do our devotions, we close our doors and we pray alone. Mm -hmm. But to invite your children into what is it that you're praying for? Why are you searching? Why are you searching God? What are your struggles that you're walking through? And, and invite your children into that journey. Because I think there's so much uh, out there for our kids to choose from. And I think that being authentic is so important because yep. they can spot fake, I mean, so far. Yes. I bet if you ask your teenagers, you know, they can tell when someone is fake, as they Absolutely. call it, Absolutely. right away. And so for me, it's all about authenticity yeah. and being mm -hmm. real with my yep. children, telling them this is what I'm struggling with, but this is also how I solve it. Yep. I take it to the feet of mm -hmm. Jesus. I spend some time on my knees and my daughter is coming with me. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's yeah. been the most important part for me. Yeah. And that's one of our key values here too at Stockholm yeah. Community is authenticity, to yeah. invite people in. Uh, a phrase I heard this week, and, and it's just kind of stuck with me, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And I think that goes along with yeah. authenticity, yeah. right? Yeah. It's okay to not be okay, because our kids need to see that, that mm -hmm. it's okay to not be yeah. okay. And how do I struggle with it? Yeah. Where do I go with that struggle? Mm -hmm. I go to my prayer closet. I go to the Word of God. Right. Yeah. And and they get to see us live it out. Mm -hmm. yeah, and see how we handle. And see how we handle. Yeah. 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 Christiana, how about you? Well, it's so funny. It ties in with what I wanted to say because for me, it's gratefulness. Mm. I show them um, my relationship with Jesus through being grateful. Oh. Yeah. So giving thanks to Jesus in all things, like you just said, authenticity. Mm. Um, life doesn't hand you roses. No. And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. But even in their seasons when they're not okay, they need yeah. to know that give thanks to God. Yeah. Be grateful for where That's you awful. are. So hard. Yeah. If so we can hard. learn that at an early age, yeah. that gratitude, it yeah. would make a huge difference. So Christiana, who taught you that principle, that concept of living in gratitude? My grandmother. Your grandmother. Yes, I was raised by my grandmother and from day one, I've always been in church. Okay. She would go to church from Monday to Sunday. Wow. And so I just, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I would love the songs because it was in a Catholic setting. I would love the songs they would sing, the hymns they would sing. Yeah. And I just fell in love with it. Awesome. How about you? Who taught you to read the Bible? It was uh, my mother. She did the same thing as I do now with my kids. She, every morning, as long as I can remember, she awesome. takes out her Bible. It's her spiritual breakfast. Wow. Oh, so my that's, that's how cool. I learned it. Cool. Angela, how about you? What a legacy. <laughs> um, so I learned to be authentic from my foster mom, uh, Ilva is her name. I moved to a foster mom when I was 15. And my assumption was that all other families kind of were perfect and all of that. Uh, she was a pastor also. She still is a pastor. Uh, and she just learned or taught me that but being authentic is, mm -hmm. is the way to be and uh, mm -hmm. that you don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how beautiful. So here we have, I mean, the three things that you shared are so key in how you are raising your children, but you learned it from your grandmother, you learned it from your mom, and you learned it from your foster mom. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of motherhood. Yeah. Motherhood, it could be biological, like it's 
you know, your biological related. It could be someone who becomes a spiritual mom. Mm -hmm. It could be a, a maternal or a grandparent. It could be also someone who's just a few years ahead of you who mm -hmm. takes on that mother uh, role in your life. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter who you are. As a woman, you have the ability to influence someone yeah. who then will influence their children right. or the people they come in contact, which then creates this amazing legacy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, let, let's talk about, let's be real, authenticity. Angela, you talked about authenticity. Yes. So uh, what is a struggle that you have as a mom? Okay, so let's get a little real here because we're not Instagramming this, right? We're not looking at people's best picture where their kids match, their hair is perfect, they don't have spinach in their teeth, right? But like, what is our struggle? What is some things that we struggle with as moms? Yeah. So who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Um, for me, it's uh, it's always been a balance between setting you know rigorous boundaries. I have strong-willed children, very strong-willed children. Uh, my husband and I have uh, been youth pastors for many many years, and I've seen what happens when you don't set firm boundaries. But in combination of firm boundaries, it's so important to just lavish love on your kids. Yes. But so what does it look like to, to, to find a balance in there, right? Between lavishing your love, saying that everything is okay, life is okay, you are beautiful and you are doing the right thing at the same time as you're putting up boundaries for your children. Because ultimately what we want to do as parents is find our good values yep. and you know, distribute them down to our children. And yep. well, that process is tricky. It Sometimes is. it feels like it doesn't matter what we do, they still make the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that, that combination between lots of love and lots of boundaries and figuring out which values it is that you really want to, to distribute down yep. to your children. I think that's my biggest struggle okay. in finding that balance. Finding that balance. Yeah. yeah. And allowing those values that I have to be my kids' yeah. values. Yep. At least my older child, the younger one. Not so much yet. <laughs> Not so much yet. <laughs> He's breaking eggs currently. So yeah. it, it'll um, come. That was an Instagram picture I set up the other day. Broken <laughs> eggs on the floor. And yeah. I said, if life gives you uh, broken eggs, scramble them. Scramble them. That's great. Great idea, great idea right? Yeah. yeah, I think I'll continue on your side. Uh, it's difficult with boundaries. Yeah. And you have to struggle so hard. Mm. Uh, you say something and they don't want to do it. Uh, so, I have noticed the importance of asking for help, yeah. um, because sometimes, at least for me with smaller kids, they don't sleep the yeah. whole night through, so uh, you're tired all the time, and yeah. then it's hard to be consistent yeah. on everything, yeah. because uh, the brain is zoning out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. So ask, that's a good expression. To, yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> It feels like it's hidden somewhere in a cupboard or yeah. in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. Um, but to ask for help those days, yeah. so you can you can stay focused and mm. stay the way you want to be. Yeah. So you're yeah. not only angry with the kids because you don't have to. Yeah. You get angry with your children. I do oh, actually. <laughs> don't you? Uh, moving right along uh, to the next person here. You're asking the questions. I'm asking right? the questions. Uh, the, the answer to that is yes. So, Christiana, how about you? So, tying into what they said, a struggle I face with is um, letting go and trusting God. Mm -hmm. Because I have strong-willed kids. And even the other day, I had a conversation with my daughter 
go to swimming. No, I don't want to go, it's raining. <laughs> but you made me pay for swimming. And so in those cases, I'm like, God, they're your kids. Mm -hmm. You gave them to me as a steward. So I'm going to do the best I can. Yep. But here you go. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. Here you go. No. You know, so I'm closing the door. Just that <laughs> letting go and trusting God. Yeah. It's been mm -hmm. a bit hard sometimes because I feel I know what's good for them. Yep. Mm. So I've had mm. to come to the point where, no, you don't always know what's good for them because they are an individual. Mm -hmm. yeah. They have their own thoughts and their own, um, the stuff that is running to, through their mind. Yeah. So give it back to God That's or good. give them back to God, who is their real father. Yeah. Mm. So who do you go to, you know, to, for help? Um, I go to you. <laughs> um, I've sometimes gone to Miss Angela and I go to my <laughs> <Ms>. aunt. <laughs> Miss Angela. And I sometimes go to my aunt in Gambia. Yeah. Um, it's my dad's sister, and she's very good at parenting. Awesome. Mm -hmm. How about you? Who do you go to? Um, I'm going to my husband. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to share yeah. the responsibilities with him. So good. Necessary. And, uh, yes. I also go to my mom. Uh, yeah. She has uh, been taking care of kids as long as I have known. So I didn't, went, I didn't go to daycare when I was a kid. My mother had mm. lots of kids coming to our place. Okay. So both foster kids and uh, daycare. Wow, oh, that's great. So she has a lot of experience yep. that I can get help from. Wow. That's so good, yeah. that's so good. Angela, how about you? Well, so I go to my sister quite a bit uh, and I also share with you. And I mean, there's so many wonderful women in our church. I think that the most important thing for me is to find people that can echo the same values that I have. Yep. And so I think that's, that, that's important for you too, to find a family or find people and surround yourself with people that, that echo the values that you have. Because really when they hear it from you, sometimes they don't actually hear it. Yeah, I think it's a wall. They don't want to I, hear it. Because when, when <laughs> my daughter sometimes comes home from you, you and your daughters have echoed the same value yep. and she's thrilled about this new consequence or whatever it is, right? <laughs> the sticker so, chart. <laughs> right, I mean, so, right. And so I think it's, there's, it's important to have a little army around yep. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and I think we think we have to do it alone as moms and that we have to be super moms, but we really don't have to be right. because we're not meant to be that. And, and I love it. I love it when I get to go to friends and I say, speak into my kids, <laughs> take my kids, yeah. you know, hang out with them because I do yeah. want them to hear other voices. But I also want to be very intentional with what voices yeah, they exactly. hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and again, someone's going to say something that's similar to what I've said, but it's just going to land differently yeah. in their hearts and in their minds, which is so good. I saw a meme the other day on Facebook, yep. and it said, it takes a village to raise kids. Oh, for sure. But then the meme said, can somebody please give me the number to that village? <laughs> well, <laughs> you have the numbers here. Yes. Reach out to Pastor Carolyn. <laughs> Here's the village. Here's right the village. Here. A very authentic village. <laughs> a very authentic. No experts, just compassion. Yeah. Well, I think that's the fun part. Now, we haven't been meeting in person, but, but I love it when we were meeting in person. My kids would show up and people would hug my kids, would yeah, right. love on them, would, you know, would pick them up. Okay, maybe not pick them up. My kids were older. But you know, I, I think back to when, <laughs> you know, to pick them up. try to pick them up maybe. But 
you know, that whole, like, they were seen and they were loved yeah. by this community of people. And mm -hmm. so that's why church is so important. That's yeah. why we say, exactly. don't miss coming to church. Bring your kids yep. to church yep. because not only do you need it as an adult, your kids need yes. it. Yeah, they definitely. need that community yeah. because a lot of times they don't have another Christian in their class, another Christian exactly. in their school. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so to come to church to say, wow, here are other kids that are just yeah. like me who love Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it gives them courage. It yeah, gives them it boldness. Yep. And yeah. makes, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. All righty. So let's, let's have a little fun here. And, and let's talk about what is something you wish someone would have told you before you became a mom. Am I going first? You go yeah, first. Go for, go for it. it. Go for it. <laughs> well, don't, you're not a mom until you actually become a mom. Okay, expand. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so when I would see other parents with their kids and they would be doing something that I thought is not okay, I would be parenting in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so funny. Control your kids. Or why are you giving them a sweet or something? Don't do that. You know, no iPads, no phones, no TV. Well, it's <laughs> maybe not that simple. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely not that no. simple. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Okay. I'll continue. One thing that I wish somebody would have told me is that privacy is over when you get kids. <laughs> yeah. There is no more privacy. Yeah. I mean, um, I can tell about one time. Yes. I wanted to go to the bathroom. Uh, that's one place where you would like to have privacy. Yes. You agree, don't you? <laughs> and uh, my daughter came running into the room and I said, can you please uh, let me be alone for a while. Mm -hmm. Yes, mom, she said, and closed the door uh, with her on the inside. Yeah. I can be alone yeah. with you, mom. That's <laughs> exactly uh, what they do. Yeah, so she meant well. Yes, but she did. I didn't get my privacy. No, 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 no. You were alone with her. Yes. Alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I overheard you saying something about eating chocolate in the bathroom. I don't know if I Am would I eat telling your story? No, no, I don't know if I would eat chocolate in the bathroom, but maybe a closet. Closet. I, I apologize. You know, it's probably the closet. You take those little M&Ms and you quickly eat them so they don't see you eating them. Because they're not yours anymore, even if there's your name no. on them. And it wasn't Saturday. So if I was eating <laughs> yeah, chocolate, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was breaking the family rule if it wasn't a Saturday. So yeah. come on, I had to hide the chocolate. <laughs> but sometimes you just need some chocolate to get you through the day. Amen to that. <laughs> hide them in your drawer in the office. Yeah. Something. something like that. Love I still do that. If you guys were eating your kids sweet or chocolate, and then the next day help them find it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, that's good. Let's go. I'll help you find it. I ate it. I ate it. I needed it. Huh? I don't know where that chocolate bar went. Let's go and buy you a new one. <laughs> Angela, how about you though? Well, so I was thinking of the same two things, but also there's a third thing, and that is that you don't need so much stuff. Yeah, mm, true, like true. I remember having Amelia, well, no, being pregnant with Amelia in America or in the United States. And Americans are generous, like beyond measure. Yeah. And so I was told to go sign up for a gift registry. I hardly knew what it was, but I did. Uh, and I walked into this Babies R Us store. And for all you Swedes out there, you have not been to a big store unless you've been in the States. Yep. Because you walk into this babies are a store and I'm thinking it's going to be like a little you know but you could see from the outside obviously it's huge but you walk in and it's like a I mean an airplane hanger full of stuff and I didn't even know what half of them were for yeah. so I spent like two hours just looking at stuff like what is this supposed to be for and yeah. I would read the signs and we signed up for a bunch of stuff and 
Yeah, you don't need that stuff. Like you do not need a jetted baby, jet, what are you called? Jetted baby tub. That's what we had. Like there's what bubbles in like the bubbles. Yeah, yeah. It's like a hot tub, but for a baby. Somebody oh, bought God. this for us. Okay, I. I'm if you were listening, I'm still very grateful. But uh, you know, like seriously, bubbles in the tub. Yep. Not needed. Well, okay. So one of the things I bought because everyone told me I needed it was a diaper genie. Okay, <laughs> here, here's the deal. If it's a diaper genie, what it does is it actually should change the baby's diaper, right? <laughs> it should, it should and it should that. throw away the diaper for you and make sure that there's no smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Buy this that. diaper genie did not do that. No, okay. no, what did it do? Nothing. It was supposed to be like you put the diaper in this garbage can, you twisted it, and it would seal the diaper in the garbage bag, and it wouldn't smell. Yeah. And then you had to empty it, so you had like these balls of diapers. <laughs> it was gross, okay? So let's not call it a diaper genie, because no. a genie does what I want it to do, and this did not do what I wanted it to do. The, the cheaper w- version, which I actually use, yeah. is go buy the, the dog poo bags oh. and the tire yeah. diapers. That works. It works. I've got those as well. See? That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we, we've had a kind of funny, you know? Um, <laughs> A little bit serious, though. Like, what is something you wish someone would have told you be- before you became a mom um, about being a mom? Hmm. It's a hard question. It's it is a hard question. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Angela, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and now I'll admit, admit something. I think when I was 25 years old, you know, I'd had kind of a rough life up until about 15, 16, by the time I was 25, like I was pretty solid. Like I had spent a lot of time with God. I had gone to Bible school. I'd gone to college. Like I was pretty centered. All of my emotions were in check, you know, all of it. Like I was pretty good. I felt like I was controlled. I didn't overreact very much. Like I was pretty good. You know, in your teen years, you overreact a little, but by the time you're 25, you feel kind of like, I got this. It's going to be okay. But then at 29, when they handed me this baby, I remember just, I mean, like, crazy feelings like of crazy amounts of love and pride and happiness and I think as as motherhood then has gone on from there I have felt so many emotions like a roller coaster of emotions one day I'm super proud the next day if something bad happens I feel you know Mm -hmm. so much grief Mm -hmm. I can feel grief when she's teased at school or something is not right for her right I mean there's so many emotions like fear you let your kid go the first time on the metro like you're terrified somebody's gonna snatch the kid like that is not logic no but you know in my mind she's small enough to put in a duffel bag and just walk off with but Mm -hmm. you know in her mind she's like 22 and ready for the city yeah and so I think that would have been good to know that uh, even though I was centered, I would now move into a new season in my life where I needed to learn to control my emotions again. Yep. You know, and, and to not hide the emotions, but to share them with, with my village uh, and sort of get help and have people come alongside. Absolutely. Because so those emotions so are so, so strong. So They're so yeah. strong. And I did not realize I would feel so strong feelings again. And you don't know what feelings you're going to feel until you do become a mom. Right. You know, I mean, we can try to prepare, right? Yeah. But, I mean, people but, had told me a yeah. little bit, right, that but, I would feel guilty, but not the level of guilt yeah. you felt, you mm-hmm. know, or I would be scared and I would be like, yeah, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. Why are you scared? Yeah. You know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was so surprised that I, that I felt so protective. Uh, like a big yes. mama bear, yes, yeah. right? don't touch my kid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm yeah. known as a very calm right. uh, person. 
And if somebody would do something to my kids, yeah, hmm. I would yeah, yeah. the other be, side. I would be a tiger. I, right. I would protect them with yeah, everything I have. And it surprises you, right? Because you yeah. walk into meetings sometimes where yeah. there's a person that you need to meet with about your child, and you're like, not nice yeah. anymore. Yeah. So the first time it happened, I was shocked yeah, by yeah, myself yeah. By yourself. and my reactions. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish somebody would have told me that before. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Christian, what about you? Uh, don't back down <laughs> would be mine. Someone should have told me, like, when you have your boundaries, yeah. set them. Do not back down because these kids are resilient. Yep. They will test you, they will push you, and when you back down, they win. Yep. Nina, for example, we can have a game, we can be talking. I'm like, Nina, no, you cannot do this. Yes, I can. And I'm like, no, yes, no, yes. She can go, she can go until I, until I don't say yes or no anymore. Yeah. yeah. But then I realize something. Don't back down. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when yeah. you've said something, maintain it because they yeah. need those boundaries. They yeah. need that, um, that kind of discipline or that, that, it's that a exactly. It's a security. Yeah. They need yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I've backed down a lot. And now I'm in that stage where both me and my husband, we're trying to learn to just, you know, when we say something, we yeah. mean it. And mm. yeah. that overwhelming yeah. love yeah. doesn't just take over and crush everything mm. else. Right. And I think that's important to remember that our boundaries for our children is love. Yeah, it, sure, it really right. is. A few years ago, I had someone tell me uh, this analogy. They're like, Carolyn, you can be a cotton ball in your children's life, or you can be a wall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, a cotton ball sounds really nice. It's soft. It's fluffy. They're going to land softly. But she said, a cotton ball, you don't know where it ends. Right. You don't know where the boundary is, which actually creates even more insecurity in your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. And so she, she actually told me, my friend, she's like, knock it off. Stop being a cotton ball. You need to be that wall. And, and really, I think the thing we have to remember as we're raising our children, I mean, we want them to love us and we mm-hmm. want them to be our friends. We want them, we want to have a relationship with them. But we as mothers, you know, the friendship, I think, comes down the road. Right. Yeah. And we have yeah. to set those boundaries yeah. for yeah. our children's sake. Definitely. Yeah. And um, I mean, that was a nice part of Lodas uh, Gudis. It was so nice because my kids were born in America and there's no such thing as Lodas Gudis. You, you go down these aisles of candy. But it was so nice for, for my kids. I would be like, nope, it's not Saturday. <laughs> and they're like, but all my other kids. I'm like, we're Swedish. <laughs> Swedish people <laughs> in America. In America, we only eat candy on Saturdays unless mom's hiding in the closet eating her chocolate, right? <laughs> um, they don't know about that. But though. they don't know about that. They don't know that. Now they know. Shoot, my secret is shared. Uh, but I think it's that whole, this is who we are. We're not going to budge on it. We're not going to compromise. Yeah. Sometimes we think we do our children a favor by compromising, but I think in the long run, it actually hurts them more. And, and that's where we have to, and I'll just say, it's kind of being steel wrapped in velvet. Yeah. There you go. So we are strong, but we are covered in that velvet that is yeah. soft, but we will not budge as moms. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. So being a mom, and I think, again, whether we have biological children or not, or we have spiritual kids, there's a value of womanhood Mm -hmm. that I don't want us to miss this morning. Mm -hmm. And, And so I'd like to just have you, just real quickly, ladies, just share just what, when you think of the value of being a woman, what is that? What makes us so unique as women? Mm-hmm. I'll go first. <laughs> um, I think as a woman, what makes us unique, or at least for me, is like I have different roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the ability to switch between those roles 
when, I, when I'm a wife, when I'm a mother, when I'm a, a person interacting with others, or when I'm just myself, mm-hmm. giving time to myself. So that value is what I see as, you know, for myself, that I can switch between roles. Mm-hmm. I can be this mama bear, or I can be this soft, you know, to my husband, or I can be able to interact with my friends, yes. with you ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Ida, how about you? Yeah, I think it's important, even if it's Mother's Day today, and of course, uh, that's our focus. Um, it's important for everybody, not only for women, to to remember that your value is not sitting in a title or yes. a role. Right. Uh, you are highly valued just the way you are, mm-hmm. the way God created yeah. you. Yeah. So to to remember that yep. yeah. that. Uh, he created us in his image and we are exactly the way he wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Angela? That's almost what it says on my paper here. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it says that mom, being a mom is amazing, right? I was part of my, my dreams as, as a young girl was to be a mom. Um, and it's such a small world, word. It's such a short word, but it's an amazing, amazing part of being a woman. But besides that, you know, and I almost want to read my notes because they're so good. <laughs> Go for no, it. but you are a woman that's favored by God, and I think that we forget that mm-hmm. sometimes when we have throw up on our on our shirt, or we have, you know, I had crushed eggs between my toes. Uh, you know, we forget that we are favored by God, and we are mm-hmm. set free by God, and we're mm-hmm. unconditionally loved by God, mm-hmm. and we're set free to be all that God wants us to yep. be. Mom is one title, and I love that you said that. There's so many different titles. Mom mm-hmm. is one title, but we are set free to be all that God wants us to be. Exactly. You know, I think somewhere in the Bible it says that we should, that, that our kids are like jewels in our crowns or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But it's so important to remember that Jesus is still the price, right? Yep. That that is where we're supposed to keep our focus and we need to strive towards being all that God wants us to be. Yep. And sometimes we forget that, man, we when do. you have eggs between your toes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Or mountains of laundry in your home. Right. You know. mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I think it's, it's remembering that, you know, there are a lot of labels we as women yeah. get to have in life, you know, some are good labels and some are maybe not so good good, labels. Some are ones we put on ourselves and ones that maybe others put on us. But I think the Mm -hmm. one thing, and Anita, you you referenced it to it, but we were created in God's image, you know, and it says in the Bible that he created them male and female in his image. So as women, we are a reflection of who God is. And if you look around at women, I mean, even here, as we sit here, Four very different women, Mm -hmm. different backgrounds, different experiences, different personalities. Mm -hmm. But all of us are a reflection of God. And he created us to be unique. And the world is better. Mm -hmm. And so as women, our goal is not to start looking like each other or acting like each other or pretending to be someone else or saying, oh, well, I need to be more like Christiana because if I'm more like her, then maybe my life will be better. But the reality is to say, to find my identity, I am a daughter of the king. And because I am a daughter of the king, I can do anything. I can scale any mountain. I can overcome anything. I can pray prayers that are heard. I can worship. I can be a friend. Mm -hmm. And so being a woman and created in God's image, it is the best thing that we can Mm -hmm. be. And I think that's that's where our confidence needs to come from. Because I'll tell you, if we try to put our confidence in being a mom, (laughs) okay, I don't know about you, but you know, (laughs) there's no, 
some days you feel really good, but it takes like 30 seconds. Right. Exactly. You go from right. like, woohoo, I am the best See, in the there's world. there's that roller coaster, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> okay, we're going to close with one final question here. And, and just really important for you, what is like that Bible verse that you go to that you're like, this is my verse? I can start. Yes. <laughs> I wrote mine down because uh, I don't know it by heart in English. It's from Proverbs 22, verse 6, and there it says, Direct your children unto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that that's really I love that one. That we hold on to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that a very good promise. One. It's yeah. a very good promise. Yeah. Angela, what's yours? Well, mine's not so serious, and it's very short. It's in Nehemiah. Uh, Ezra, the high priest, he says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, and it is it is my favorite verse over our family because my daughter spoke it over us when she was like three years old. Oh, uh, so, I mean, that's pretty special. She's sitting in the back of the car, and she's like, Mom, in the Bible, it says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So today, we're going to have a good day. And, you know, he's, and Ezra is speaking this as the Israelites have rebuilt the wall after a long, long time of being dispersed all over. And the, the few that comes back, he, he reminds them that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And in those moments when life is rough, it is important to just be grateful and just kind of anchor your heart in the joy of the Lord, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Christiana? For me, it's Proverbs 10, 22 for my kids. It says, um, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it added no sorrow. And that's because kids are blessings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My kids are my blessings. They've taught mm -hmm. me a lot and I've grown so much being their mom. Yeah. And I know that they're a gift from God. I know. Mm -hmm. And so whenever things happen, I don't look to it and say, oh, this is, this is bad. Instead, I just keep reminding myself, the blessings of the Lord, it make it rich, and it adds no sorrow. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. A verse for me, I'll just say as a parenting has become my verse, and maybe it's because I'm parenting teenagers, <laughs> uh, and it's usually a scripture verse that's shared at weddings. It's the definition of what love is in 1 Corinthians First chapter 13. 13. And I'll just say this. There have been many times I've been standing at my kitchen sink and I have gone, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not easily angered. No, you know, come on, let's be honest, you know. Uh, and so I think there, there's just verses that you have to hold on to uh, and, and to remind yourself. And I think that's the beauty of scripture, you know, whether it's that reminder of, you know, I'm going to raise them and, and they're going to choose what is best, you know. And then reminding myself, I got to be patient yeah. and love is patient and it is kind and it's not easily angered. Mm. And um, that's the beauty of the word of God. It meets us exactly where we're at, exactly gives us what we need so that we can be the women yeah. that God has called mm. us to be, mm. that he has created us to be, and so that we can change the world. Yeah. And whether that world is changed, being changed by the children that we raise or by children that we impact in kids' ministry, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah. I think of, you know, you said Amelia is quoting this verse in the back of the car. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she was in church. She yeah. was hearing it. And yeah. so, again, it's that second, third, fourth voice to say, yeah. 
These are words to live by. Did you see my little plug there? I did. Get back to church. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, like I just know my kids, they know so much because they were plugged in. Yeah. So, well, I have to say, ladies, it has been such an honor, such a pleasure to meet you here. And my chair is like moving, so I'm like turning away. So I'm going to scooch my chair a little bit closer. Um, such an honor, such a privilege to talk motherhood, womanhood with you. And, and I think Christiana said it earlier, but I think we all would agree, like we're here. We are not perfect moms. We yeah. don't always have all the answers. Um, but you know what? The thing we can do, we can cry together, we can laugh yep. together, and we yeah. can shrug our shoulders together, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? Um, and so I just want to say a huge thank you to you ladies on this Mother's Day that you took the time to share with me and with everyone else what it means to be a mom and to just love Jesus in the best way that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. Thank you. <laughs> So if you have a takeaway, we would really like for you to put it in the chat. Uh, I think my takeaway is that I would like all three of you to send me your scriptures and I will put them on my bathroom mirror because I think they were all really, really fantastic. But please do put down your takeaway and maybe you have another thought that you would like to share about what motherhood really means to you. So please do that. That would be great. And here's a great opportunity. We talked about modeling before our kids what it means to follow Jesus. And uh, we come to this part of our message where it, we have the opportunity where we actually get to give. Yeah. Yeah. We get to give of what God has given us. And uh, I shared this a few weeks ago, but when my kids were little, uh, I gave them three jars. Mm -hmm. And in the jars yeah. I had, this is, you know, they took their allowance and they had fun money. They had savings, and we called it fun money. I didn't call it spending, it was just fun money. You can do whatever you want with it. You know, and then here goes your tithe. And I think too, as we model giving, yeah. we model generosity. You yeah. had even talked about modeling gratitude. Mm -hmm. But as we do that before our children, they're gonna learn those key biblical principles. So yeah. even as you give today, explain to your children, if you have children, why you give. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting next to a roommate, maybe explain to your roommate why you give this morning. And, and as we give, um, you see the swish and banquito numbers here. But just know that whatever you give today, that God will take it. He will multiply it. He will do something more with it Amen. than what you could do with it. Yeah. And uh, we just want to thank you this morning for your generosity. Yes. Yeah. And before we say goodbye, I'd like to finish us off with a prayer. God, thank you for this morning and the, the whole day that lies ahead. I pray for all the mothers out there and also all other people uh, that you will bless and guide and help everyone to go on your path. Thank you that we can take one day uh, at a time. We don't have to have all the answers for tomorrow because you give us what we need for today. Yes, And that's a good reminder on Mother's Day as well that we don't need to be perfect mothers. You give us what we need for this day. So thank you for your blessing for all of us here and all of the people at home. In amen. the name of Jesus, amen. 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 And what do we say here at Stockholm Community Church? Sunday's here. Make it makes Mondays, Mondays better. better. There you go. Have a great day, everyone. And don't forget, we got the church picnic coming up yes. June 6th. So that's 
next weekend. So we look forward to seeing you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.